Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Season 4, Episode 5. Yes, it's me, Parker, starting things off again. CJ, what do we got in store today? Well, we got a couple of real fun stuff. First off, we're doing N- uh, NBA and MLB. Like Those yes. are the two things we're touching. Uh, free agency starts tomorrow. As we're speaking right now, the uh, player opt-ins yeah. just finished up for NBA, so we definitely have to talk about that. Big one. Uh, we're going to start off with happens to deal with my Sixers. And so we're going to backseat GM the Philadelphia 76ers again, but a little bit different. Because mm-hmm. last time we were talking about trades they should do, shouldn't do. Right. Now we're talking about a trade they absolutely should do. And then uh, we're going to jump right into Major League Baseball. Uh, we're going to talk All-Star Game starters. We're going to talk a little bit of news. A very, very big thing happened last night. Mm-hmm. Talk a little standings. And then I've got a These Colors Don't Run. I'm still trying to figure out who I'm doing yeah. it on. I'm between two teams. Maybe I'll do both. We yeah. don't know. All that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Sports GPS. We're heading into the NBA. Little backseat GM. A guy who's with your Sixers. We already did the Sixers, but right. we're going more player specific. Mm-hmm. James Harden. Yeah, he opted into his thirty-five point six million dollar option today, uh, but the Sixers are expected to trade him. Yeah, uh, float him out on the trade block now. Um, I, I think Harden needs to be a third. Yeah, uh, he's he's not really as good as he used to be to be a two or even a one. Right, this stage in his career, we've always talked about he's the worst watch in the league. Yeah, I liked him in Philly. I thought the dynamic between him and Embiid uh, worked, but when you needed somebody else to like take over if Embiid was having a bad game, right, couldn't create his own. Um, Harden could do it. I mean, he had two forty point games in the playoffs, yeah. but he's not. He's not that player anymore. Mm-hmm. So, and I think Maxi can come into his own and kind of take that mantle. And I think a big key here is Nick Nurse is now your head coach. Yeah. And you know what he prides himself on? Defense. defense. Yeah. You know what James Harden doesn't know what it is? Defense. defense. Yeah. He doesn't know what that word is. I mean, now he did have a couple of good defensive uh, series in the playoffs. I, I, I get it. Yeah. I'm just saying it was there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it was his stronghold. I'm just right. saying it was there. Yeah. So it's not like he doesn't know what the word defense is. Yeah. He just chooses to ignore it half the time. And I'm not I'm not picking on you. I just think in general, I love when people say like, well, he had this good defensive moment and stuff. It's like, well, you know what the majority of defense is? It's effort. Yeah. It's not like a special. I mean, yeah, I think some guys are skilled. But like most of the time, it's just give me effort. Yeah, and you can be a good defensive, yeah, maybe not great. Yeah. I'm not asking you to be Trevor Ariza, who is one of the better perimeter defenders of this era, mm-hmm. but can you give me effort? Yeah, and so like Nick Nurse, he's not going to put up with that. No, he won't. And so I definitely see Harden uh, on his way out. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into uh, into the backseat, mm-hmm. jump in, uh, uh, 
Elton Brand and yeah. Nick Nurse. Yeah. You're in you're in the uh, front seat in you know driving in shotgun. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna go over some trades here for Harden. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, we got three. Yep. Three possible trades. Two where it's just you know one team one. T- uh, we got two two team trades essentially. And we have a three team. And deal. we have a three team deal. Correct. Uh, one I think is the best option mm-hmm. to be clear. Yeah. Two. I think is the best for the Sixers. I think their their returns the best, but it doesn't work. It's not yeah. It's not fully there. And then the third is kind of the sentimental. Yeah. So yeah. Let's go ahead and start with the one that that makes sense for the Sixers. Like the Sixers would be all on it, but I don't think this team actually makes the deal. And it's the New York Knicks. Yeah. So we have Harden going to the Knicks for R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier. 2025 and 2027 first round picks. Yeah, I mean the Knicks have some extra picks they can float out there. Right. The problem why this doesn't work, and it's it's not for a lack of trying. Everybody out there has the Knicks involved. Yes. But are you really going to put Harden in and stunt Jalen Brunson? Yeah, I don't think. I don't think if you're the Knicks, Jalen Brunson's your centerpiece. Mm-hmm. You need a supporting cast. I don't know if James Harden will allow himself to be a supporting cast. Right. And we, when he first came to the league, he was that in OKC because you had Durant, you had Westbrook, and he was a six-man. And then he became a star and was like, hey, I'm an, I'm an alpha. Yeah. I can't, I'm not a secondary player, and I don't think he'd go to New York, especially in the Garden, and be a, a second or third option in New York. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing, too. Like, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense. I mean, it would be, well, but now if – as far as a third option, yeah, that does make sense. Oh, sure. Brunson, Randall, and Harden. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good big three. The problem is you're going to stunt Brunson because he needs mm-hmm. the ball in his hand. Correct. And so does Harden. Yeah. Harden makes his own shot with the dribble, mm-hmm. and then when he can't make his own shot because it gets blocked up, he facilitates. That's what Harden is very good at. It's the reason why he led the league in assists this year. Yeah. But when when he doesn't have the ball in his hand, it's tough. Brunson's definitely a big, I've got to have the ball in my hand. Mm-hmm. So you're really stunting his growth. That's the reason why it doesn't work for the Knicks. However, this is the best return yeah. uh, of anything because I think R.J. Barrett along with Maxie is that um, that backcourt presence would be phenomenal. Fournier in the corner and then two firsts that you can build on that are a little bit down the road, obviously uh, not next year, but the year following, and then yeah. So two years and four years out, I think is huge. Right. Uh, so I think you know that would be great for the Sixers, uh, but yeah, uh, it's just not going to work. I don't think the Knicks make the deal. So yeah, I don't think so. And this is the type of deal that you would have to do to get the money to be right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the sentimental value pick now. All right, the sentimental pick, Harden back in Houston. Mm-hmm. So he goes to Houston. The Sixers would get Larry Nance Jr. and Jalen Green. And the Pelicans are the third team. They get Korkmaz, 2024 first-rounder from Brooklyn. Yeah, they get Brooklyn's first-rounder as the return for the Harden deal originally for Houston. Yeah. Uh, so they lose one of those picks, but they still get the pick swap, so it makes sense why you still have it. Uh, you got to bring the Pelicans in because Houston doesn't have the uh, the salary, the big salary guys yeah. to make the deal work. Uh, but Houston ends up taking on, like, $23 million extra on their cap, mm-hmm. but they got the space, so it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, matter. they have the last space. Uh, the Pelicans uh, gain a first-rounder and lessen their uh, their 
they're hurt, quote yeah, unquote. Right. And they get Corkmaz, and Corkmaz wants out of Philly. Yeah. He's not happy with it. But maybe with Nick Nurse, he might be happy. You never know. Yeah. We haven't heard reports that he's forcing his way out. So maybe not. But we put him in because it made the money work. Mm-hmm. And then Nance going to the Sixers. Nance has more of a salary. So you have Nance and Jalen Green uh, in Philly. Um, you know, and, it, you know, you're not getting anything, but you're out of Harden. And yeah. you clear eighteen million dollars in cap. That's key. That's that's the win for the Sixers in this deal. Mm-hmm. Is they get two players: Jalen Green, a good player; Nance, not role player. He he. Yeah, you he know what he is. Your bench, right? Yeah. Uh, but you clear eighteen and a half million dollars in cap, so now you can go out and get a guy. You yeah. can go get a mid tier guy. Right. So that's the reason why that trade works. I will say I know we talked about like maybe the Pelicans are a potential spot, and it's like. Really, the only thing that makes sense is a straight up Harden from McCollum. Yeah, but I don't think. But I don't. I don't think Pelicans do that. And yeah, I don't think they do it, and it just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Even though the salary makes sense, I mean, yeah. McCollum's actually making more money than James Harden. Well, is. not now with the with the. Oh with yeah, the well, yeah, with the, the options, options like right. uh, what two point three million dollars yeah. more than McCollum, but right now we're talking semantics. Yeah, <laughs> correct. God, if 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 I only have the ability to talk semantics, yeah. two point three million. Yeah. All right, let's talk about what we think is the best haul, and that's the Clippers. Best best trade possibility for both sides. Yeah. Like the Sixers got a decent haul, yeah. and it makes sense. Um, it's the Clippers. Yeah, so they'd get Norman Powell, Terrence Mann, Covington returning, yep. and a 29 first-round pick. Yeah, and, and originally we had it as a 27 and, and a 29, uh, but the money didn't work. Yeah. So we had to throw Covington in to make the money work. Yeah, at that point, take uh, out a first. So then you take out a first. There might be a second in there, too, uh, just to make the money work. Um, but, like, the Clippers the Clippers are in, in, in money you-know-what. They're in money yeah. purgatory. We'll, we'll, we'll do the, the correct thing here. The purgatory of in the depths of this, this situation. So they've got to figure out how to lessen their, lessen their room and then uh, – and also – uh, you know, get out of the, the situation they're in and get hardened. So that way they have a big three. I mean, that yeah. puts them with Paul George, Kawhi, um, Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, and Harden. That's that's three guys that I'd like to see it, but, like, I'm thinking, would that – like, could they, those three coexist? Yeah, I mean, if, if they're healthy, uh, that's the problem. But, I mean, the good thing for Harden's case, you have two superstars who play defense. Yeah. And Harden's like, oh. They got it. Well, that and, and and they both are good without the ball in their hands. Right, right. So Kawhi in the corner, yeah. Yeah, like Kawhi's good. He can create his own shot when he's got the ball, but he doesn't have to have it. Mm-hmm. Paul George also does not have to have the ball in his hands. Right. Like in facilitate, so Harden's able to facilitate, mm-hmm. and then you've got two guys who you could dump it off to to get it to work. So right, I like it works for the Clippers in that scenario. Um, they just got to get the compensation right. I think it turns out to be the 29 first and maybe a second rounder. Yeah. And then, you know, get it. Because the Sixers are taking on Covington's contract. But, I mean, Covington, I mean, he is a half-decent 3 and D player, so it does lengthen your bench in that way. And I think Embiid and Covington got along, so I, I think that will yeah. work. Yeah, I like it. So those are the three spots. Uh, Knicks, the best haul for the Sixers, but it doesn't work for them fundamentally. I mean, maybe, but the Knicks are... Have been a, a questionable franchise. Yeah, in, it is in the Knicks anyway. So yeah, you know it's them and the Mets. It, it seemed like they turned the corner last year. 
Yep. But, you know, would we be surprised if they went to their old ways? No. 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 So that's the only reason why we put it up here. Uh, the Rockets, the sentimental value. I mean, we were talking about Harden possibly going back yeah, to the Rockets. Yeah, he, he kind of ex- has expressed interest in going back. So we had to throw it on there, and then obviously we're bringing in the Pelicans to make the, the money work. The money work. And then the Clippers, I think, is the best fit where Harden goes, mm-hmm. and the Sixers get a, a pretty decent return. And, and, and man, with him and um, him and uh, Maxie, that would be, yeah. be one heck of a backcourt. Yeah, I'd like to see it. That would be really fun. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the backseat GM section. Uh, looking forward to seeing what will happen. Free agency starts tomorrow. We'll mm-hmm. have more on free agency next week yeah. as we talk about where everybody went, where the possible trades are, things of that nature. So definitely look forward to next week as we definitely dive into NBA free agency. But when we return, we got to go to Major League Baseball. We got to go to our bread and butter. Yeah, that's our bread and butter, man. Yeah. And so we got to talk about all star starters and big news. And I have a little bit of a rant when we return. <laughs> Welcome back. Get jumping right into Major League Baseball, the all star game right around the corner as we are basically. 12 days away. Yeah. Uh, Home run derby's on the 10th. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's going to be fun, by the way. Next episode, we're going to go over uh, that as well, who we think is going to win. All eight players are uh, decided, I think. The last I saw, it was basically all eight players that were like, yeah, we're in. Yeah. Um, But we'll go over who we think is going to win and all that fun stuff next time. But what was announced tonight was the All-Star Game starters. Parker's going to hit you with every single one of them. All right. In the American League, Jonah Heim behind the dish. Uh, Yandy Diaz at first base. He's had a great year. Marcus Simeon at second base. Then you have Josh Young, the rookie third baseman for Texas. He's starting at at the hot corner. Uh, His shortstop mate, Corey Seager, is the starter at shortstop. Uh, In the outfield, you have Mike Trout, Randy Rosarena, Aaron Judge. Of course, Aaron Judge won't be able to play in it. So they'll have a replacement at some point. And the designated hitter, I know it shocks everybody, Shohei Otani. Yeah, and it looks like Jordan might be the replacement. Should be. Uh, based on voting. Yeah. Uh, he had the, the fourth most votes. of. Honestly, I'd go Jordan or Dolis Garcia. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm like both of them make the roster. Oh, yeah. It starts, and yeah, then it goes yeah. to voting, so it's Alvarez. Of course, right? I will say, I'm, I'm looking here, like, uh, Kevin Kiermeyer was sixth. Yeah. Like, look, he's having a good year, but, like... Is he an all-star this year? I don't know. I mean, he, he kind of has to be. The, I mean, well, I mean, the Blue Jays are just, like, mediocre the entire way. We'll talk about that. I'm waiting later. for them to just bust out. Uh, me too, because <laughs> I picked them. Yeah, right, right. So, you know, it's fine. We're, I'm not bitter or anything. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead to the NL. I mean, a lot of your Braves, so I'm just going to kind of let you fire away. Yeah, right. Behind the dish, Sean Murphy, great offseason addition at first beast. First base, former Brave, Freddie Freeman. That's not a shocker. Second base, Luis Arise, who's battling to hit 400 this year. Mm-hmm. Third base, Nolan Arenado. A little surprising. He's not having a great year, but there's really not a great third baseman in the National League. Yep. Shortstop, Orlando Arcia. Let's go. Let's go, Braves. Uh, outfield, you got Acuna, who led all voters in votes, uh, followed by Corbin Carroll, Mookie Betts, and then designated here, J.D. Martinez. That guy knows how to hit. Yeah, I mean, in... What's crazy is like the Bryce Harper was second and finalist for designated hitter. Dude, man's not doing anything right now. He's in the biggest slump of his life. Yeah, uh, and so, he's missed some time. Yeah, I mean, well, 
obviously, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, but JD Martinez is having a great year in LA, even though that team is underperforming. I think it's more starting. I will say, like, I under like I don't have a problem with fan vote, even though fans just they just vote for the guys they know. Yeah. And I understand when you're watching the Midsummer Classic. And, it, of course, now it doesn't actually mean, like, a home field advantage in the World Series. Thank goodness. Yeah, right. So, like, you want to watch players that you know and love. But, like, at the same time, let's go – like, let's vote the players that deserve to get in. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I think it's I think it should be a combination. Like, oh, I know that guy. He should go. But is he having a great year? This guy's doing having a better year. He should be the starter. Well, let's look at – I mean, you could also just look at where all these players are from, right? Like – the Dodgers and the Braves, they have massive fan bases. They're yeah. in big metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm. So they're obviously going to get a lot of votes because they have a lot of people that root for them. Uh, I mean, I would say to a certain extent, the Rangers, I mean, they have one, two, three, four. They have four starters and a possible fifth right. with your your pick uh, for Garcia. Yeah, Garcia yeah. But, you know, like it's not like they don't deserve it because they, are, right, they right. are playing very, very good ball. But it's just one of those like, you get a big metropolitan area and the team's doing half decent and there's buzz around them. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh yeah, let's just have a thousand Rangers, you know, like it's, yeah. But I will say that there are definitely some fans out there that vote. Oh, it's my team. I'm voting for that person. I know this because my older brother, he sent me a screenshot of his all-star game ballot. And like just about all of them, except one was a brave in the national league. I go, Dude, I love my Braves, and I vote for my Braves. But you know who I didn't? Michael Harris. Yeah, I love Michael Harris, and he's gotten hot. Yeah, he's gotten but hot as like, late. I remember uh, his April was uh, pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, like I didn't vote for Trey Turner this year. Ooh. Well, I mean, he. He's I had know. A rough year. I know. You know, like he's having a down. I didn't vote for Harper. Having a down year. Yeah. I voted for Castellanos. Y- yeah. I voted for Bryson Stott. I think yeah. Stott's having a very, very underrated year. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I actually. There was I did put in a vote for Alec Bohm, but the problem is he's he's at first base where you know you got Freddie Freeman and, and Olsen who's better than him. Right. So like it's not like I'm gonna sit here and be like oh I'm upset that Bohm didn't get in. Yeah, I I know. You know like I, I threw him a bone. Mm-hmm. You know so like it's not like I'm the the worst person in the world. I voted Schwarber just because. He's such a rare breed. He just hits so many. And dinners. he's like he's towards the top of the National League in homers. Yeah. So it's not like he's not doing anything. Right. Do I like a guy who has a sub two hundred batting average? No. But dude hits taters. He hits taters and he he gets on base too. Like yeah. I mean, his average is garbage. See, he's hitting yeah. under the Mendoza line, but yet his his on base percentage is over three thirty. Yeah. So that's, I mean, he just he's got such a great eye. And what's so funny is when umpires miss a call that's on the margins. And he's like, no, that was a ball. And it was. Right. Like, most of the time when it's in the zone, he goes, yep, that was, that was in the zone. I didn't swing. Yeah. But there, when it's on the margins, on the black, quote, unquote, and the umpire called it wrong according to, like, you know, pitch cast or whatever right. whatever the heck you're watching, the yeah. zone that's on there. Mm-hmm. And they got it wrong, and he's just like, bro, that missed. That was out, outside by, like, two inches. Yeah. And he, like, knows it, and it's crazy. Yeah. Him and Bryce Harper both have that uh, – that clout mm-hmm. that's kind of nuts, but uh, their eyes are so good. Harper's just in such a, a bad spot right now. Yeah. He'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't had a Homer in over a month, so that's kind of, that's an crazy. Um, but yeah, and the all-star game is always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're always going to have some representatives. 
from a lot of different teams. I think uh, um, my my favorite one that I think should get in is um, Jack Sawinski from from the Pirates. I think Captain Jack Sawinski. Yeah. yeah, he's he's fun. He's you know he's a great play. I think O'Neill Cruz would have would have probably made it had he not get hurt. Yeah, I mean every team has to be represented. So you think that would be the representative? For I think Pittsburgh? yeah. I think. I think Sawiski will be yeah. the representative for Pittsburgh, and he deserves it. Yeah. So. And like Brian Reynolds is doing okay, but like yeah. he's not having like a like this just stellar. Right. Unless unless they go like a feel good pick Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, maybe I think he might. I mean, he might if it was in Pittsburgh, like if the oh yeah, it, it would definitely be him just mm-hmm. because it would be like oh you know, finish it up. Yeah. Uh, no, I think Sawiski deserves to get in for them. Um, like the Nationals, maybe. Um, uh, da, 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 Gray, their pitcher. Yeah, he's probably. I will in. say, like, if he played more, and I think he, I think he missed some time. Like, I don't know if it was injury or just whatever. But C.J. Abrams, that guy's gonna be good. Yeah, he's gonna be really good. He is. He is injured right now. He's day to day. Um, I dropped him in fantasy, by the way. Uh, <laughs> if the Reds had called up Cruz earlier, do you think Did... he's he's their representative? Do you, he? They might need to consider it now. Yeah, I mean, he's, like he's been that good. He is a monster, dude. Fifteen games in, he hits for the cycle. Yeah, he's he is something special. For yeah, sure. but I I like a lot of the guys on since like I like Matt McClain, Mister mm-hmm. McClain. Yeah, uh, Jonathan India, solid. I will say Joey Votto came back and then he he hit two dingers against my Braves. I go, is Joey Votto rejuvenated here? Yeah, maybe. No. I mean. Their their offense is carrying the day because name name a pitcher not named Hunter Green on the Reds, Weaver. Okay, you're welcome. You know what I meant. <laughs> you know what I meant. If listeners, name somebody other than yeah. Weaver. Yeah, um, hit us up at at the Sports GPS on uh, Twitter or Instagram and tell and name a Reds pitcher not named Hunter Green or, or Weaver. Yeah, Luke Weaver. Yeah, yeah, name one. Yeah, go for it. I'll wait. Oh, besides their. Uh, Diaz is their closer. Yeah, that's Edwin Diaz's younger brother. Yeah, Aldamas, right? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. A Diaz. That's how I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you get my point. Yeah. Again, hit it's us tough. up at the Sports GPS on Twitter, Instagram. Name. You know what? Name me two Reds pitchers. Name me two. Yeah. Give me two. Yeah, give me two. Give me something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Reds are a fun watch, though, for yeah. sure. Yeah. The Brewers are the exact opposite. Name me some hitters. Rowdy Telez. <laughs> and Yelich. Well, he's not even a hitter anymore. Yeah, uh, that's, that's sad, that's though. So mean. It's mean, but it's true. Yeah, it's true. And it's sad. But uh, we do need to talk uh, some other news yeah. around baseball. That guy, only... that guy, Domingo Herman. Yeah. He did something last night. Yeah. 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball yeah. history. Uh, the last one was Felix Hernandez in 2012. Been a while. And that was uh, the fifth perfect game in a stretch of three years where we had a perfect game, uh, one for every year or more than that. It might have been six perfect games. Hold on. Oh, I'm looking this up. Give me one second here. It was one, two, three. It was five in in uh, in three years. There wasn't one in 2011, but there was two in 10. And then three in 2012, and then we have one in 2009. So uh, six perfect games in a stretch of four years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we have a drought till 2023. Now we've had some no hitters. Don't get me wrong here. Right. But, um, it's it, definitely a, definitely a stretch. We're looking at the list of perfect games here. Philip Umber 
You remember yeah. that cat? Yeah, the journeyman Philip Umber. Yeah, I mean he had a a career ERA over five. Yeah, five point three one. Yeah, and, I mean no, he was a third overall pick in two thousand four. Yeah, but but he was a journey. He only threw three hundred seventy one innings. In his of course, that's career. so Mets for them to draft a, a guy third overall that is is a the essential journeyman, and he throws a perfect game, but not in the Mets uniform. Yeah, but not in the Mets uniform. Yeah, uh, he throws it for the White Sox, the Yankees, uh, with. Uh, uh, Domingo's perfect game uh, now lead as the most perfect games in their uniform. I they dropped four. him in fantasy. Yeah, he did. Lols. Um, <laughs> nobody picked him up, though, so he was just chilling yeah. on the bench. Yeah. Um, but the White Sox have three now with Umber. Burley. Burley, and I can't remember their third. Who's their third? Who's their third? Crudtastic. Who is their third? Uh, Charlie Robertson in 2022. Yeah. You know, that guy. Yeah, everybody remembers that. Yeah, he was he was making his fifth career start and he threw a perfect game. Yeah, nineteen twenty two. And then you have a couple of a couple teams that have two. Um, the Phillies have two. The A's have two. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but you know who's counting? Yeah, good time. Uh, a team from Cleveland has two. Indians have one, and then the Cleveland Naps. I will say the interesting thing about Domingo Herman is everyone knows, like, if you've ever, like, whenever he was coming up with the Yankees and you watch him, you see the stuff, you see how great he can be. But then he's the same guy that gets ejected twice for having a foreign substance on him. I remember one of them was a couple years ago. He had a big old thing of pine tar on his neck, and it's like, dude, do you think no one sees that? Yeah, it was like I like I know you're dark skinned. He ain't that dark. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. I and and then that. this year he got it. He got ejected for a sicky substance, and it's like, dude, like what? Like they gave you a shot to like, okay, clean it off. Yeah, and he couldn't do it. Yeah, him, like, and, him and Scherzer both. Of course, it definitely makes you think. Like, okay, did he have something last night? I mean, look, I know it's Oakland. It so. was Oakland. I, because it was Oakland, I'm saying no. Yeah. But, I mean, so, like, we, we all know that he's had the stuff, no-hit stuff, and, of course, he threw a perfect game. But, like, so it's not surprising, like, because he's a super talented guy. He just hasn't fully come together. But yeah. it did last night. Yeah, 99 pitches to get the job done. That's crazy. So it was uh, very good. Mm-hmm. Now, I what's remarkable is, like, we watched a couple of the highlights of, like, the last play. It's remarkable, remarkable how many ground outs to third base and perfect games. Yeah, like rollovers. Uh huh. Kind of crazy. Yeah, you gotta make that long throw. Yeah, and of course you just watching the ball go out through it, and just like. Yeah, yeah. This would have been the twenty fifth perfect game if not for Jim Joyce. R.I.P. Armando Galarraga. Yeah, I forgot who said it. Uh, I think it was like a broadcaster. I think it was probably for the Tigers. And uh, he goes, well, now that we have replay, why don't we like go back and like look at the re- and like just overturn it and give him the perfect game? I go, I get what you're saying, but like how just like like no like he I don't even think he would celebrate it. Like yeah. how how do you celebrate that accomplishment when you just like randomly go, okay, well we reviewed the play and uh, we're overturning it. Yeah, it's. No, like I get it, I get the principle, I get right. the theory, but it's like, but I wouldn't have a reason to hate Jim Joyce anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Outside, he's just a mediocre umpire. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Is he still? Is he still doing it? Oh yeah, he's still in. He's still in. Because I know, I know Joe West ain't. Yeah, well, Joe West needed to go. Well, I don't. I'm not disagreeing with that you. That was that was Roly Poly Oli right yeah. there, Joe West. Yeah, 
Of course, you, you know he has some uh, country music albums. Oh, good God. <laughs> is that going to be our new intro? Is the, the Joe uh, has country music albums? That That's a heck no. <laughs> <laughs> I like country music, but I don't want to listen to Cowboy Joe West. Heck no. <laughs> to the no, no, no. Heck yeah. to the no. Yeah. All right, fair enough. That's fair. Well, when we you're get... you're gonna look that up tonight, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I probably will. Uh, when we get back, we're talking MLB standings, and that will lead right into my these colors don't run. I'm between two teams. Who do you think I'm doing uh, these colors don't run on? If you can remember who I picked in either central, you'd be right. It's one of those two teams. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk when we return. <laughs> Welcome back. Jumping right into the MLB standings and then into my These Colors Don't Run. Mm-hmm. Still trying to figure out who I was going to say, have you figured it out yet? I'm literally in between two. I, it's it's just going to it's gonna come off. Yeah. I might end up somewhat doing both. Okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Parker, let's start in the American League, the junior circuit. Let's go over the standings right All now. All right. In the American League East, you got the Rays. They have the best record in baseball, followed by the Orioles, who are having such a great year. They're they fun are. to watch. The Yankees, we expect more from them, but Aaron Judge is out. Mm-hmm. The Blue Jays, we're waiting for them to make that big push. Will it come? I have no idea. The Red Sox are in last place. They compete, but not enough that they're not going to make the playoffs. Every single one of these teams uh, has a plus run differential. Yeah, it's crazy. Including Boston, who's only one game under 500, yet they're 14 and a half back. Yeah. I mean, like, we sit there and we're like, oh, the Yankees, we expect more out of them. They're nine games over 500. Yeah. The Blue Jays are seven games over 500. And at this point in the season, if you double it up, 14 games over is we're like a little bit over halfway yeah. through. And you just look and you go, okay, well, at 14 games over, that puts you at what? Uh, uh, 81 over 88. Puts you 88 wins. Yeah. I mean, it's not that hard. Like, right. it's, it's not crazy I, to I think about s- that. I will say, though, I am worried about the Yankees because, like, Judge, he might not be back until September. Yeah. Because but, I mean, he, it could he, be a late push for him if they can huddle. Because he has a, a torn ligament in his toe, his big toe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he might miss. T- I mean, they're saying he could miss if he has surgery. He'd miss the rest of the year. Um, I definitely believe in the Orioles. I definitely believe in the Rays. Yep. But uh, we thought it would be Yankees Blue Jays battling out, and they're kind of hmm, we're well, still waiting. But if it wasn't for the Rays having such a great start, like if you take yeah. the Rays out of the equation, your team's four games back, mine's five. Yeah, it's not like it's it's not like it's outrageous. oh yeah, it's not it's not unmanageable, but it's just it's know. good good weekend. Yeah. Or a good week, excuse me. All right, let's go to the AL Central, our favorite division. Oh, psych. God, don't get me started. All right, so leading the AL Central is the Twins, which is crazy because they're two games below 500. The Red Sox would be leading that division if they were in the Central. Uh huh. Followed by the Guardians are in second. Of course, the Guardians are so interesting because they can't score. Yeah. But we all know they can pitch. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're not doing that great. No. Then uh, your Detroit Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ten games under, only four games back. Yep. And then my Chicago White Sox are, are in fourth. Yep. Uh, these cars don't run. Yeah, they don't. And then rounding it up in last place, the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, they have the second worst record in all of baseball. They're Third. they're no, right second. There. Second's right. They're definitely right there with your Oakland Athletics Jeez. as who who are they playing this weekend? I'm taking them as my eliminator pick. <laughs> well, you'll see it later on in the year. To be sure. I will. I literally went and we were talking about this. I have I've gone through the entire yeah. <laughs> eliminator 
I know which three teams I'm not picking for uh-huh. the entire year. I'm leaving that up for the for the faithful yeah. to try to figure out. But I I have not picked three teams. I will say this: Oakland is a team that I'm not picking. I'm shocked. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, darn tootin'. Yeah. And you know the Orioles would be the uh, sorry, not the Orioles. The Royals would be the other one I didn't take, but I took them versus the A's and it bit me in the butt. It did. It so, did. Uh, yeah, I mean it's just it's rough. Kansas City is terrible. Uh, it, like the only team that I think can beat Kansas City that's like off. Like, well, sorry, the only team that I would even give a consideration of Kansas City beating besides Oakland, Washington. Well, no, St. Louis. <laughs> oh yeah well but yeah. well maybe, maybe washington too but like yeah. yeah it's just bad like kansas city's gonna lose 100 so is oakland and uh-huh. there's a couple other teams that might lose 100 aka yeah. st louis yeah sorry dog all right let's go let's go to the al west the rangers man they're they they don't even have jacob de grom and they're in first place yeah third best record in all of baseball and then the houston astros we're kind of waiting for them do they have a world series hangover maybe i don't know uh, the Los Angeles Angels in third. They're actually like playing good baseball, they so are. it makes you wonder what they're going to do at the deadline with Otani. They're probably a buyer. Yeah. Uh, then in fourth, you have uh, the Seattle Mariners, mm-hmm. and as the aforementioned, we the Oakland A's are in last place. Twenty nine games back of those Rangers, by the way. Yep. Kind of crazy thing. They already have sixty two losses. And I will say, just going on the Angels real quick. They they picked up Mike Mustakis and they acquired Eduardo Escobar from the Mets. Yeah. So they've made. I'm not saying they're like blockbuster moves, but they some quality, quality big leaguers on their team. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: like the Rangers have some staying power. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about doing these colors don't run for Houston, but uh-huh. I think everybody realizes like that's too easy, right? It's too easy yeah. to do. Yeah. They're uh they're just not playing well, as you said. World Series hangover. Uh, I think that's also somewhat in the same same problem with my Phillies as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, just they're. They they'll figure it out, and I'm not thinking like the way the Rangers are playing. I I'm not sure that they could overtake the Rangers, but they're making the playoffs. It's not like oh, they're yeah. not going to make the playoffs. No doubt, no doubt. It's be, you know it it's really comes down to Yankees, Blue Jays, who gets in out of those two. Mm-hmm. The Orioles are making it, and then it's the Astros, or maybe the Angels. It depends on who yeah, makes maybe. the better move of the deadline. Yeah. Let's go to the senior circuit. Let's talk about the uh, – let's go west to east first. All right. In the west, you got the Arizona Diamondbacks leading the west, which, look, I, I was believer in them coming into the year, but w- winning the division, not so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants are in second. That's crazy. And in third, even crazier, the Los Angeles Dodgers are in third. Everyone thought they'd win the division, but it hasn't come together completely. But this is what happens when you need pitching and you do nothing in the offseason to – fix that yeah they're only two and a half back the giants yeah. are two back i think the giants are out kicking their coverage they're seven and three in their last 10 uh the dodgers are but their manager's gabe kapler <laughs> you shut your mouth <laughs> uh, but yeah i mean like the the dodgers similar scenario to the blue yeah. Jays and the yankees they're nine games over 500 yeah the it's dodgers like, are good it's just like the diamondbacks are playing just extremely good baseball. yeah yeah I just look at the Dodgers. I go, your only like real acquisition to your pitching staff was Noah Syndergaard, and that has not worked. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's tough. But what are you gonna but do? But one of the other disappointing teams this year, the San Diego Padres, are in fourth place, and then the Colorado Rockies, as we knew, they're in last place in the NL West. They have the third worst record in all of baseball. Yes, sir. So you know, tough. What are you gonna do? That entire team just need they. Yeah. You know, they made the move for Chris Bryant. And that guy can't play. And then he's just 
like nothing's going on. He's not healthy. Yeah. It's just been rough for sure. Uh, let's go to the Central. Your uh, other favorite division. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> well, this one actually is turning into a little bit more of a favorite, mainly because the team that's leading it, the Cincinnati Reds, they're fun watch with uh-huh. Dale Cruz now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're 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 doing good things. They're just – They can't pitch. They can't pitch, and that's their problem. Uh, Milwaukee is uh, second, and they're only a half game back of Cincinnati. Yeah. And, and they have the opposite problem. They just can't hit. <laughs> yeah, they can't well. hit. Uh, but, the, hey, they have Rowdy Telez. You know, they do. Yeah, the Swiss cheese strike zone yeah. known as Roddy Telez. <laughs> w- uh, Willie Adams? <laughs> Christian Yelitz, who? Yeah. Um, That's so The sad. former MVP. Yes, it is very sad. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh is number three here at 38 and 42, four games under. Uh, the Cubs, my Cubs, are, yeah. uh, are four games under um, in 500. And you know what? They're the – well, I, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that little tidbit here too yeah and then st louis just had my cardinals <laughs> yeah your cardinals just a miserable season everybody's cardinals everyone picked them to win the division yeah you're right no you're you're absolutely right they cannot pitch they just can't do anything and yeah, I, I'm honestly you, they can't do anything i've said it yachty was a bigger miss than a lot of people gave yeah. it credit for yeah all right let's jump to the east arguably uh best the, division in yeah the second best division in baseball yeah arguably yeah, the two um, the two East. Yeah, the two East are definitely there. Atlanta's leading the way. They're yeah, the yeah. of the crop in the uh, National in the, League. Yeah, in the senior circuit right now, fifty three and twenty seven, five game winning streak, and uh, they're nine and one in their last ten. They're doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the only team in the National League that has a over one hundred run differential. By the way, uh, Marlins are second. They're I mean they're playing really good ball. Yeah, seven and three pitch. in their last ten. They pitch really well. Now that uh, Alcantara has kind of found his groove, he was yeah. weak early. Now he's in it. But they've got they've got some rise. Solaire leading that offense. Yeah, they've got they've got just enough offense to get it going and ju- and, and great pitching. Uh, the Phillies forty two and thirty seven, ten and a half back. They're finally starting to catch their groove. They're starting to get more home games, which they're mm-hmm. seven games over five hundred at home. They're two games under on the road. And if you if you sit there and win. 60% of your games at home and 50% of your games on the road, you, you're yeah. in the conversation, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, in, right now they're winning 60% of their games at home, and they're around 500 away. So once they get those more home games, they'll be higher. I expect them um, to be a little bit better than what they actually are right now. The Mets, the absolute dumpster fire. They're 17 games back, 8 games under, 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Dude, they can't figure it out. I don't know what's going on. And they're they're literally tied right now and I bet on them today. So like I need them to kind of figure it the heck out. And I'm yeah. I'm very upset that they're not right now. Um and then uh last in that division, bringing up the rear, the Washington Nationals, which we knew As was gonna we happen. Do. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, tough. What are you gonna do? Yeah, let me wax poetic a little bit about my Atlanta Braves. They're the best first inning team in the sport. Like they, they I mean, it's almost guaranteed that they're going to score a first inning run mm-hmm. this month. They lead in home runs, runs scored, but they're also like top three in like, t- uh, like starting ERA. So like, it's not like they just hit. No, their pitching has come together, uh, especially in the rotation, and they don't even have Max Fried or Kyle Wright, who won twenty games last year. Yeah, like this team is a juggernaut. They have the uh, least runs allowed. In uh in the National League and they have the uh they have the most runs scored. Yeah. So it's it's kinda of, they do both. Yeah. You know, what are you gonna do, right? But yeah. I mean there's there's some teams that, that, that do it 
good both ways too. I mean the yeah the Rays have the least runs against in the entire in the entire bigs and the most runs scored. So yeah, I mean like yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, but Braves Rays World Series, who would you take? That's tough. I'd probably take the Braves, but it's it'd be tough. Oh yeah, it's I mean I'm not game. I'm not saying the Braves would sweep them, but I, I think of seven. Yeah, and. The problem is you're gonna have to win it in Tampa because Tampa has the better uh, the better record as of right now. Yeah, not saying it's unachievable to right. get it, but just saying. I got you. They also play really really well on the road. They're 26 and 12 on the road. Mm-hmm. It's because they get out to those early leagues. <laughs> they get out of the dungeon that is Tropicana Field. Yeah, that is true. That yeah. is true. All right. Well, that's gonna lead us into these colors don't run. Now, if you remember who I picked, <laughs> um, we're we're going to both centrals here. Um, I'm going to make a case for one of them, but it's not a strong enough case for me to, to actually do this segment on it. So I'm going in a different direction. My my one is the Detroit Tigers. Um, mm-hmm. They're 10 games under, but they're only four games back. Yeah. And the Central's so putrid in the <laughs> AL Correct. that they can make it. They're also scrappy. They've got a really, really young team. And if they wanted to make moves... They've got capital and prospects to do it. Yeah. But Tarkelson is playing well. Oh, yeah. He had two homers today. Veerling and uh, Nick Maton are phenomenal. I didn't I didn't know Matt Veerling was that good of a player until he got out of Philly. Right. And, like, got a shot to, like, play, play every, every day. day. That's the thing. Like, yeah. we all knew he was good in Philly, but he wasn't playing every day because there was a log jam in, right. in the outfield. So. Um, and now is he going to carry you no. in center? No, no, but like, he's a good piece. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, Jonathan scope there, Javi Baez when his head's not in, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cabrera, the ageless wonder at, at 40, yeah. he's making his, uh, his swan song. Yeah. It'd be nice if they made the playoffs. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Hence the reason why <laughs> they're not the main subject of these colors don't run. However, who you got? The Cubs. Like, yeah, we do need to talk about them. Yeah, they're four and a half back in the Central. They're only four games under. If if the Reds weren't as hot as they have been lately, mm-hmm. the, I mean they've they've lost a game to the Reds in the last ten. They're six and four in their last ten. The Reds are seven and three. They're also on a three-game losing streak because Philly decided to come in town at the worst possible time to do this segment. Yeah. But they are the only team with a plus run differential in the Central. Yeah. They are 70, uh, sorry, 25-plus uh, run differential. They have the second – or sorry, the third most run score, but they, they have the least most runs against of the entire Central, and that includes the Brewers. The Brewers the, – the pitching that the Brewers have – You've got Stroman and Hendricks, they and keep, Steele, and Steele. You've got you keep games close. If you can get to the bullpen with a lead, you're pretty much good. They've only blown one late lead all year, and it just happened to blow a bet for me <laughs> la- on Sunday. As it does. Well, they were in London. I, I mean, you yeah, know, you can't can't overly blame them, but <laughs> it's tough. But what I'm saying is they're not that far out. And when you look at the other teams in the division. We we already mentioned this with the Reds. They don't pitch. Right. The Pirates, they're the Pirates. that feel good story, but, like, they don't have enough. Right. The Brewers, they don't hit. Yep. Unless they, I mean, can they get someone at the deadline? I don't think they have the pieces to do that. Yeah. So that it's it's 
Gordon Burns, Woodruff, Freddie Peralta, they rely on those guys. And at some point, it's not going to be enough. And, like, are you going to rely on Christian Yelich in his back? Uh, he's not he, – he doesn't have it. Yeah. And so – and then the Cardinals there, dumpster fire in last place. So, like, the Cubs – if I had to pick between the Cubs and the Tigers, who's gonna like come out of the out of the water to win the division? I, I think it's the Cubs. Well, but I mean, both have a chance because of how bad oh, their sure. division is. Like, yeah, if the Cubs aren't in the Central, I'm not talking about. But them. honestly, when you look at Same the AL, when you look at the AL Central, like I believe in the Twins, Guardians, and White Sox better than I do Reds, Pirates, Brewers as a collective to like sustain oh, like sure. being at the top of the division. Sure, like I get that. I like. I think the best team out of all of those you mentioned is Cincinnati. Yeah. But again, when it comes they're down young. to crunch time, they're young. They don't have pitching, and they need pitching. If they can go get a pitcher at the deadline, my these colors don't run is moot. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Because I mean, that's what they got, and they've got the prospects to pull it off. So yeah. But, but like, who are they going to go get? Right. Because there is not a lot of starting pitching out there. Like, I, I, I highly doubt that the Cubs would give them Marcus Stroman. No, it's not happening. They're not doing it in their division. I don't think the Cubs are sellers. That's the thing. Right. I mean, I, I get your point. But, so, like, if it, if it comes down to it. You're going to have to get a Gray from Washington. You're going to have to get a uh, Caprillion from Oakland. You're going to have to get. Um, shoot. Who? I mean. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who else, like, would be available that they could go get. Maybe if the Mets sell the farm, you can yeah. get Scherzer. Maybe uh, that would Scherzer yeah. reunite in Detroit. By the way, that would actually be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> but they, they package Scherzer and Verlander, send them to Detroit. It would be it would be cool. It would be cool to see if they could make it happen. Yeah, um, but I don't think it happens. To be clear, no, I don't. Think so it yeah, I think the Cubs have the as great of a chance as any. They're just underperforming on the margins, and if they can clean that up, they're only four and a half back. Right. I and again. I believe the Reds have staying power, but it's their offense that's going to keep them there. And right now they're showing that they they can hit with the best of them. They have 402 runs scored, yeah. but they can't pitch. They're 418 runs yeah. against. Uh, so, I mean, that's a problem. They're the second worst runs against in the entire National League behind the Rockies. And you know the Rockies 485 is inflated because of Coors. Yeah, and like I said, if you can name two Reds pitchers – other than Hunter Green and Luke Weaver, hit me up at the Sports GPS on Twitter and Instagram. I'd like to know if you know Reds pitching. Yeah, because you probably don't. Because you don't, and don't don't get on your app and look at the roster. <laughs> no, in the next ten, well, after Whenever, we post, yeah. after we post, within like ten fifteen minutes of you seeing that post, I want you to hit me up at the Sports GPS on Twitter. Or Instagram if you want, and name some Reds pitching. Yeah, because you're probably not going to know them. Yeah. So. Especially starters. Because, like, you know, Diaz is their closer. We know that. Yeah. But you, you can't name their starters. You yeah, can't. You can't. It's tough. It's Outside really of tough. Hunter Green, and he's he's out right now. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that wraps up these colors don't run. Yeah. And in doing that, this wraps up this episode. Yes. It's been a fun one. It has. It's been a great ride. Hope you enjoyed coming along on this journey. Mm -hmm. um, definitely look forward to next week where we get into the NBA free agency. We get into the all-star week. 
think you could call it a week now yeah. for uh, for baseball. We're definitely talking home run derby. We're going to recap the draft in NBA along with those free agents. I know we didn't do it tonight just because we were right. trying to get into the into Major League Baseball as fast as we could. We felt wrong not doing anything last week. Yeah. It, so yeah. we definitely want to jump back in. And the that. MLB draft all-star week. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that whole entire segment. It's gonna, We're probably going to drop two episodes next week for sure. Yeah. Definitely looking no forward doubt. to it. Well, again, hit us up on the socials at the Sports GPS wherever you get it, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you want to find us. It is at the Sports GPS. For all of us here at the Sports GPS, Parker White, CJ Holly, thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.